I found some better sounds no one's ever heard. I wish I had a better voice to sing some better words. I wish I found some chords in an order that is new. I wish I didn't have to rhyme every time I sang. I was told when I get older all my fears would shrink, but now I'm insecure and I care what people think. My name's blurry face and I care what you think. My name's blurry face and I care what you think. Wish we could turn back time to the good old days. When the mom was saying I still sleep, but now we're stressed we can turn back time to the good old days When the mama said us to sleep But now we're stressed out Smell will take me back to when I was young How come I'm never able to identify where it's coming from? I'd make a candle out of it if I ever found it Try to sell it, never sell out of it I'd probably only sell one Give it to my brother Cause we'll have the same nose Same clothes, homegrown The stones thrown from a creek we used to roam But it would remind us of when nothing really mattered Out of student loans and two house homes We all would take the ladder My name's blurry face and Well, this is Trice Talk, and I'm Donald Wayne. And I'm stressed out Dennis Lee. <laughs> you ever ever had that happen to you? You smell something, and it takes you back to your childhood or your youth? youth? <laughs> well, or, or maybe a couple of days ago. I don't well, know. Or, well, it depends on what yes. you're smelling. <laughs> hey, BP. Hey, BP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could have taken you back to 15 minutes ago. It could have. Yeah, I'm, just before I started to to uh, start the show, I had a sneezing attack. I think oh, I, had no. the, I had the windows open a little bit today, and I think I got a little oh. bit too much yellow gold in me. Oh, yellow gold, they call it now, do they? Well, oh, that's, that's my goodness. $100 I, an ounce. I got um, the TV on, and Stacey Abrams just showed up over there, and it's scary. Oh, me. boy. Watch out, she'll sneak right up on you. Ain't now. nothing like that on a big screen. Whoa. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> well, it's exactly, we made it to, BP. We we made it to Thursday. Praise the Lord. It um, was questionable. Was it right now? Was it? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, it was indeed. <laughs> I uh I've been busy uh, writing my representatives. I've I've written well actually emails. I'm not writing letters, but I've sent emails to a Georgia state senator, my Georgia state representative, and also the uh Georgia uh, uh US House representative for this district. Well, I guess Eric's going to have to fill in for you for a while, Donald Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're Republicans, so I, you know, I surely uh -huh. I can't piss them off. But no, I'm I'm actually thinking uh, maybe, especially the uh, Georgia ones, that we might be able to uh, finagle an interview out of one of them. Oh well, let's finagle all we can. Yeah, one of them actually lives. Well, well, they don't want to get paid. I mean, I'll let you finagle out. <laughs> Whoa. I, the, um, one of them uh, lives just 
like uh, maybe three miles from here, real close. Oh, really? Yeah, and unfortunately for you, you live in the Democrat district. You're represented by a Democrat. So, sorry about that, Charlie. Yeah, just just south of your main road there. Uh, if you're on my <laughs> side, it's Republican. You're on your side, Democrat. So, well, it sounds like a technicality to me, Donald Wayne. Well, all you got to do is put your foot over the line. <laughs> I won't be putting my foot somewhere. That's for sure. <laughs> they come up to my door. That's- I, well, you know, since you are in the Democrat district, you may get, you may be visited by uh, one of Stacy's people. It wouldn't surprise me. What do you mean, you people? Um, I don't. Stacy's you know, people. I, 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 <laughs> I got say you people. <laughs> I got a. When I was in Savannah, I got a ton of um, correspondence for from Democrats before the election. I mean, it was just overflowing. Which was good. I mean, that's better than bills. I mean, if they want to waste their money, um, yeah. How about Stacy's mom? Uh, if I, they want to waste their money, send me stuff song? like that. Then go ahead. Um, Is it Stacy's mom? No. Isn't that a song? Yeah, Stacy's or mom, Jody's mom, or going on. No, it's Stacy's mom. Okay. <laughs> Jody's he's, mom he's, is a whole different. BP's thing, already you know. trying to get you to go the planetary route. <laughs> I know. First he's provoking pop out me, of the box. Way. I mean, we're not even provoking me. five minutes into the show, and he's he's massaging that uh, planetary uh, orbit. Whoa, Donald Wayne. I mean, nobody's <laughs> massaging anything right now. My goodness. <laughs> we just passed Wednesday already, Donald Wayne. I know. Um, but- it's time for... Our serious face. So did, did oh Lord, now there's a Casio Cortez. Now, you know, I was thinking about that today. They, they did some kind of a book or a, there was some kind of, I don't know. It was a research thing several years ago, probably 20 years ago that most mass murderers have three names, you know, or, or, or people who have shot the president. I guess I should go back and, Okay. Well, uh, people who have, who have assassinated or attempted to assassinate presidents have always had three names. And okay, so John, John Wilkes Booth. Yeah. Um, who's the, who's the others? Oh, well, am I supposed to name them? I, <laughs> yeah. um, um, Oh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I can't, what's the guy's name? We just talked about the one that was that shot one Reagan. Did he have uh, three names? Well, well everybody I mean, almost everybody has three names. Well, maybe he didn't, and that's why he was so mayor. Uh, well, of course, Reagan survived, so maybe that doesn't count. Oh, Brady. Uh, uh, Garfield was assassinated. Name? I think that guy had three names. Wow. Huh? Hinkley? Hinkley. Was it Hinkley? Hinkley. John Wayne um, Hinckley or Billy Wayne Hinckley? John Wayne. No reason to bring John the Duke into this. Donald Wayne. John Wayne. <laughs> He's American as it gets. He, he wouldn't. He wouldn't think uh, well, no, not anymore. Uh, well, they took I a mean, statue down out of the airport and 
and wherever that was in California, there's no longer a statue for John Wayne. Oh, that's Wayne. racist. No, um, what? John Wayne was John Wayne was racist. Now, oh, yeah, we've had that story. You don't remember that? No, I don't. He it was based on some interview, old interview from like forties. Or 50s. Well, you know what? If we based all that shit on old interviews, <laughs> then we wouldn't have Biden as president right now. Well, that's true, uh, but it doesn't count if you're a Democrat. A, gee, it's, I mean, here we go. I thought right. we'd at least be halfway into it before I got good and pissed off. Well, you you uh, mentioned John Wayne, and I just wanted to clarify that. I mean, my God, the Duke. John Wayne. How can they disgrace him? Uh, he's American, as American as yeah. Well, apple, he just apple pie made by Betsy Ross. I mean, come he, on. He had uh, some disparaging comments about racial issues at that time in the forties, and well, and uh, it got him. You know, nobody paid attention to it till nineteen. I mean, uh, uh, two thousand eighteen or something like that. It's just, I mean, people that don't even know who John uh, Donald Wayne. I mean, John Wayne. <laughs> what? Why I can't, what, what what's wrong world? with your lips? <laughs> you, you, even, even were, you, were you eating persimmons before the show or something? Not yet. I probably need to get some in my mouth. Hold yeah, on a second. Yeah, go ahead. Cram uh, a few in there. Woo. Um but yeah, he's he's you know he's they took a statue out of the airport and it was I think it was only in in Not a little airport yet. in a town where he was you know uh, somewhere outside of Los Angeles. Um, if slightly were here, he probably knows. But yeah, it's it's no longer in vogue to uh, brag about John Wayne anymore. I'm surprised yeah. they haven't boycotted the movies or had them you know don't allow them to. Uh, show them anymore i'm braggadocious um braggadocious. anyway i'm i'm hoping that maybe if i get a response for any of these guys um then I, especially the local people the state people i may try to get one on the show that'd be a good idea be kind of fun especially right now with all the commotion well actually that's my uh the pretense for writing them. I was, I was wanting to get some information about how, how they're going to hold up to this controversy on the new voting bill they passed and hmm. see what their thoughts were and make sure they were going to hang in there. So well, it'd be, it'd be neat to be able to at least read their responses on the show. Yeah. Um, you know, even yeah. if we can't get an interview from them. Well, I, I mentioned at the end of, two of them i don't think i told the u.s representative I, you know he's probably the one i won't hear from but i mentioned the other two that we had a a, a podcast wow. in the very last paragraph and uh, but i didn't ask him about doing an interview i just said we talk about these issues all the time and mm -hmm. i'd just be interested in hearing your uh hearing your position on that and how you how you think y'all are going to hold up so We'll now, what position? What position are you in on this, sir? <laughs> what say yeah. you? Um, I heard are you, you are like you going to gonna play, stand uh... firm? <laughs> you going to be firm, or you going to just I fall mean, apart? My God, you better get with it. Um, uh, BP says that that was uh, in Orange County. John Wayne Airport was in Orange County. Oh, you're right. You're right. Thank you. I remember now that. 
Um, yeah, they had a horse. Had a horse. <laughs> a whore? A what? Uh, no. A horse. I'm, I was thinking, of, I was <laughs> thinking of Roy Rogers. On? I was reading an article yesterday about, um, uh, <laughs> you know, Roy Rogers had a museum in California outside, again, another one outside of Los Angeles. And um, they actually, it didn't say it, but I think they had Trigger stuffed. Um, I bet they did. They, they had him mounted, kind of stuffed and mounted. Oh, but, and they did the dog goodness. too. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my uh, goodness! Uh, what was the uh, oh. what was the dog's Jeez. name? Uh, Toto. Branch, Brant, no, what? Toto. <laughs> anyway, so they had that museum for Roy Rogers and and some of his stuff, and then when Roy Rogers died, they moved it to Branson, Missouri. And, wow. uh, but it, it just didn't make it out there. Um, they finally ended up closing it. They sold off everything. Somebody bought the stuffed trigger for, uh, <clears throat> golly, it was, it seemed like it was two or $300,000. I, I can't remember the exact amount, but you got it in their bedroom somewhere. They, <laughs> well, <odd. laughs> I got a stallion in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a line. Yippee ki yay! <laughs> uh, <laughs> a bullet. Thank you, BP. Oh, Wait. okay. <laughs> You're Appreciate doing a good job WP. now. We. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness. Um. <sighs> anyway, so that's. Hmm. Uh, that's what I've been. I've been reaching out, reaching out. That's right. Well, I mean, something good could become of it, Donald Wayne. Never can tell. That's um, right. But I was just so excited when I realized how close they live, and um, the Senate well, area. They might, for, hmm? they might not be excited after about <laughs> twenty of those letters. Well, <laughs> hey, Clemson. Hey, Crimson, um, if you say, well, just listen to the show, listen to the show before you agree to, to do an interview would be my advice. Um, yeah, that's now they're going to be picking it out in the front yard. Uh, just don't listen to a Wednesday frivolity or, Ooh, it's not Wednesday frivolity. Wacky Wednesday. Wacky Wednesday. Yeah. Whack-a-mole. That, Makes me every time we say wacky Wednesday, I think of whack a mole and not guacamole, but whack a mole. Oh, guacamole is good. Um, so, <laughs> did you do you have anything that can top that? Uh, no, today, no, oh, okay, no, no, not, nothing that can top that. Um, that life was uneventful compared to that story. Oh. Okay. Well, I guess we just shall. Just push glad on. that we had a uh, a day of no rain, um, but the rain did knock out my water heater, so that's something. Was um, your water heater outside? Well, no. Well, it might as well have been. What kind of idiots take a water heater, put it under the house in a hole, sunken, counter sunken into the ground? <laughs> And then your that area of the house floods and fills up said hole, 
flooding your water heater, which then extinguishes your pilot light and soaks all the insulation in the water heater. Who even thought that that was a good idea? I've never seen such a thing. Um, well, I guess you should be glad it wasn't electric. That that could have been oh, yeah. well, eventful. It would have, yeah, well, it would have been a shocking event, that's for sure. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so um, I get to deal with plumbers tomorrow. That'll be good. Well, I bet the the uh, <laughs> I bet there's some people happy about that. I well, hate those things under the house. Get <laughs> well, I, I mean, I don't understand why they didn't put it in the garage, the, which is right on the other side of the wall. Uh, I'm sure there's something that they thought made sense that doesn't really make sense now. It saved them probably a hundred dollars worth of copper, or or if you uh, have copper. Uh-huh. There's copper, yeah. Um, but yeah, I I well, the water to... heater just got replaced. It's brand new. They had to come out and replace it like a um, about three months ago. Well, you know, they probably had. I'm just guessing, but they probably had to put it in a hole because there has to be a certain distance between the actual water heater and any wood. Well, the, it's yeah, it, that's exactly what it is. But still, um, I think they would have been, they would have fared better putting it in the garage. It just makes sense. I've never seen one counter sunken into the ground. Um, you're just asking for trouble. And it's got a drain pipe coming out of the, <laughs> out of the uh, drain pan, um, which goes uphill. So apparently they don't know the basics of plumbing. <laughs> they, they were not familiar with Newton, Sir ah, Isaac Newton. That's right. Sir Isaac Newton, he even knew. Uh, an apple falls from a tree and crap rolls well, downhill. So, hey, L.E.J., welcome. Hey, L.E.J. Welcome, GV25J22VX2. I, uh, <laughs> I saw an exhibit at... Boy, you did a pretty good job of that. I saw an exhibit at, at uh, I started to say State Farm. Why I was thinking of State Farm. Oh, at, is at that the, a uh, at Six Flags. No, I've never even. Oh, been you there. went to Six Flags? Well, twenty something years ago, but they used to have oh. a, a house there. <laughs> well, you said new exhibit. Uh, well, I, they probably don't even have it anymore. Yeah, it's, it's probably not there because it's not exciting but they had a house where everything was leaning and and su- to such an extent that oh. it looked like water ran uphill it would come I out of a that. you remember that i mean it was weird yeah but it you'd looked walk in the house and you'd feel like you were going to fall over but it was just a yeah a, a, a trick all, on the mind yeah your 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 mind was trying to compensate for the visual and, and threw you off but the water you'd swear it was running uphill yeah. So maybe that plumber went, you know, went and saw that exhibit, and he just didn't know any better. Uh, I tell you, the plumber that shows up here tomorrow is going to be very upset. So it'll be the the first plumber that came and replaced the water heater. He said, uh, "I'm going to fix it, and you know, we're going to put a new one in." But I sure hate to drop it in this hole. Whoever, I'm like, yeah, you're preaching to the choir, buddy. Um, but you know, well, at least I ought to have a moat around it so water can't can't. Right. Run out of the house, or, and, or you know, it could have been in the attic. I remember they were doing those, and uh, when I was in Texas, they were putting water heaters in the attic, which is another bad place to put a water heater, um, especially if it ruptures. 
Hey, Crimson. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, we're, howdy. We're, we're talking about plumbing. I guess you hear that. Yeah. yeah. I love the way Dennis said water heater. <laughs> well, water. It, it does. Because we does call actually... it a hot water heater. <laughs> oh. oh, well. Um, it's all it, the details. Isn't it's, it? <laughs> yes. Well, but you're saying the same thing, hot and water and heater. Right. You, you said it right. Yeah. Did I? I'd, okay. Well, a lot of professional um, plumbers will say a hot water heater, and it's like, why do you need a hot water heater if your yeah, water is already, already hot, hot? Why do you? Yeah, it seems like you're wasting money. <laughs> just you know, but there's a lot of educated people that would say that. It, you know, it's well, not, nothing wrong if you want to go that route, but well, well, you know, it's all good in the scheme of things. Oh, Ellie J saying that was a big problem. The freeze. Well, you don't have a freeze problem now, do you? It's uh, kind of warmed up. Yeah, well, it, it'll tell you here in Georgia, it's actually freezing this morning. Um, when you have the AC on and forget to switch it to the heat. Um, yeah, it was a little chipply this morning. <laughs> it was at 38 <laughs> degrees when I got up. Uh, yeah. Indeed. Actually, um, oh, yeah, snow. it was still uh, well, yeah. snow. Uh, up there in Pittsburgh. Oh, in Pittsburgh. I was going to say, not in Pittsburgh. Texas. I didn't see it in Texas. Okay. Um, well, at least we don't have to worry about that, but I like the break. I, I, I just, I'm not ready for heat and humidity. Not yet. Please. It's only April. All right. Well, I guess we shall move on and chatter. Oh, wait, hold what? on one second. You, what you have a. I don't know exactly what that was, but you bought a robot. <laughs> yeah. it, it sounded good, but I could barely hear it. Oh, okay. Well, we'll we'll tell Jimmy to turn up the sound a little more next time. That's his name, Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy? Seemed like hmm. a good name for a robot. So let's call him Jimbo. <laughs> oh, uh, Jim Bob. <laughs> Jim Bob the robot. <laughs> well, yeah, it sounded good. It just I. I I could pick up some of it, but yeah, it was a little low. Okay, well, we'll we'll, we'll tweak that. We'll turn up the uh, juice on it, or charge yes, the battery. Yeah, or... I'll, I'll put a, yeah, a couple of extra batteries in there. Uh, it was Rosie from the Jets and Jets. <laughs> well, it actually, it was Rosie's brother, um, Jim Bob. So, Rosie's um, brother wouldn't that be Robbie? Uh, no, yeah. uh, well, yeah, it could be Robbie. Yeah. Robbie, Jim, Bob, the robot, um, from that other, from that other planet in the solar system, not where no. Rosie was from, but no, no, uh, what? too early, too early. Ignore BP. what BP said. BP was already, already trying to get him to bring it out. He's um, the instigator. Okay. Now, where was I? Uh, okay, so the um, 
first item I have here is, of course, it's <laughs> the roaches are coming out of the woodwork here in Georgia, well, all over the country, really, oh. and especially in Washington, D.C., um, oh, pushing back against the new voting bill in Georgia. And I think, L.E.J., I, I believe I heard today something about Texas is trying to do something similar there. I'm not mistaken. But, um, oh, she's going to call in here. Oh. Let me get the bouncing ball. Hey, L.E.J. Hey there. How are y'all doing? Boy, Howdy. we missed you. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> Eric, <laughs> Do you even remember it. who the heck I am? <laughs> Eric talks um, about it all the time. Where's L.E.J.? Well, you know, we've sent sleep. out a search party, but... Sleeping, usually. Um, <laughs> yes, they're doing the same thing in Texas. That's actually why I called in, because... All I've heard today on the news is Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. And then now, every now and a little bleep about Texas. But, uh, yeah, we're, ma we're making the news big time. American Airlines is all over Texas, and I guess Delta is all over Georgia. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're stepping up. But the funny thing is um, they supposedly our governor talked to some of these larger corporations like Delta uh, Coca-Cola, and they seem, the governor says they were fine with what they were doing uh, when the process was ongoing, and now all of a sudden, because some of these, uh, I'll just call them the Stacey Abrams group, they're protesting and threatening marches and all kinds of stuff. Well, now these people are starting, I guess they're getting worried that, uh, you know, that they're going to lose business or they're going to look bad. But they're they're pushing back now, and they're kind of banding together. It's it's ridiculous. But Gee, um, do you think the money that they received from the COVID release um, bill might have any leverage in what they're saying right now? The I money don't they know. received from the government. I don't. You know, I, you don't. Nothing's free. <laughs> so they got all that money to bail them out for all their losses. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's a good. Somebody's a asking good point. for payback now. That's true. That's a good point. I, I I don't really know. I I kind of expected there to be some pushback in Atlanta because, especially the corporations that are are located down in Atlanta proper, more or less, and and Delta such a big thing. But Delta, you know, Delta is really not as nice as they pretend to be. Um, they use their weight on a lot of things locally. Uh, we had a county up our way. Uh, it's the next county over. And they were trying to do a regional airport out there. And um, they couldn't get approval. And, and But, they, you know, Delta was the one that was fighting it so much. Delta was, you know, sticking their hand in the pot, trying to keep people from being interested in it. But they wanted to put a regional airport with the thought that they could take some of the pressure off people having to go down into Atlanta and get in and all that mess. But uh, Delta fought it, and uh, so they they put it on hold. So I, I'm not really – but I did love flying Delta. Delta was my first airline I ever flew on. I loved their planes. They had a great track record except for that one plane that, that crashed in Dallas years ago. But uh, It only uh, takes one. 
It only takes one, and that ruined it for me. But um, and that was on my favorite plane too. That was an L ten eleven. But that was all weather, and uh, it's just a freak thing. But I don't know. I don't. It's. But they're bailing. I have a question for you folks in Georgia. Yeah. I was wondering how y'all were feeling with your governor. Is it Kemp? Is that his name? Kemp. Kemp. Yes. Oh, Kemp. Okay. So he lets all these changes, and I don't really even know any of the details, so I'm not saying one thing or the other about it because I don't know what the details are. But he let, evidently, it's got a lot of people's uh, hair standing up, so it must be pretty, pretty good for most of America, but bad for some people but at any rate so now he comes out with all these great things all these revisions all these changes and blah 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 and uh but he did nothing for the presidential election but make it bad and he and he even stood in the way of of fair reviews of the ballots so how do you people in georgia feel about his uh kind of turncoat direction now is he up for re-election this year or something next year next year uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it'd be hard pressed for him to be re-elected well, well if he's not then we're in real trouble well i i, I know i know i just we're in I real just trouble anyway hon i don't <laughs> i don't see i just don't see it with him well um, I mean, here's the thing, as is, is I understand it, and I'm not an expert, so this is, this is my take on what happened in 2020. Um, and I, th- I think it's really more on the Secretary of State. I mean, Kemp's position was there's nothing as, a, as the governor that he can do. He can't interfere with any of that. Uh, and all he had to do with this was support it and then sign the bill. So it's, it's the legislators here in Georgia, the state legislators that, that put this together and the Republicans. And I was looking at the map today and, and it, it really the, the map for Republican state senators and state house of representatives here, just for the state, not in the U S Congress. Uh, this state is almost entirely red except for areas, pockets of areas around Atlanta. There is a little pocket around Savannah um, I think there's another one somewhere uh, around yeah. New. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I kind of <laughs> consider that Atlanta area, but also I believe it's around Noonan, if I'm not mistaken. But everything else in the state is pretty much red, and it's the same way, very similar on the Georgia state side. So it's amazing to me with all these Republicans in in this state that that even happened. That. Well, we that's what happens when you have a tainted election. Well, uh, Kemp was saying, I believe he was being interviewed on somebody on Fox today, and he was saying that uh, it was partially due to the results of about, I think he said 600 or 800,000 Republicans did not vote in the Senate runoff that did vote in the presidential. Now it still doesn't explain the presidential. I mean, that's a whole nother no, thing. It, it, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It should have never come down to the two senators in the first place. We should have had the, pre- the presidential election locked up. You don't go from, you don't jump uh, over a hundred thousand votes in the span of six hours. Um, and that's, and that's exactly what happened during the election here in Georgia for the president. <laughs> It just, but, you just, it just doesn't happen. I mean, if Kemp was a good governor, with what you just said, Dennis, he should have said, "Let's get to the bottom of this," and right. he should have led the fight instead yeah. of going well, in the closet. 
he did support them re doing recounts. The problem with the recounts but, but that, here, but, but it was, but it was just a half-ass job. Right. Sorry um, for my language. Can well, I say it, that on the radio? Uh, yeah. Um, we say worse. Everybody voted. Phone, we, telephone. We I mean. <laughs> <laughs> we say worse. Uh, I mean, I, I'm still. I was still upset with Kemp, and I, a lot of us feel betrayed by him because of that. But then. You know, really, the problem was the Secretary of State, who is also uh, a Republican, because they cut a, he cut a deal with uh, a lot of the opposition here in Georgia to uh, change the rules for ballot boxes. They, he, he made some concessions to people that were complaining, you know, and all of it was because of COVID. Everybody, I mean, you know, people are talking in the country like, Georgia's wanting to change, you know, the whole way we voted. Well, the way we voted last year wasn't the way we should have voted anyway, or that's not the norm, I should say. So, isn't that the first time y'all used ballot boxes? Yeah, Was because of COVID in twenty twenty. Yes, I believe so. I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain we've never had ballot boxes before. Uh, because the only the only mail-ins they allowed were were absentee ballots and they had to be mailed so i don't i don't believe we've ever had ballot boxes here before now that they've seen them democrats want them everywhere you know we've been talking about that a lot the last couple of weeks and in fact i, I did a couple of mini pods uh, talking in depth about the georgia law and in comparison to the hr1 bill that you know that the house is doing or now it's over in the senate but um yeah the the Democrats love these ballot boxes. And the, and the crazy thing is, and I don't know that all of us kind of understood this. I didn't realize that uh, non-official people could go pick these ballots up. You know, this ballot harvesting they're talking about. I mean, they allow, I don't know if they contract with people or, or how they determine who gets to pick these ballots up. But they're allowing people who aren't, you know, in government capacities to go out and, uh, and pick these ballots up and bring them in. It's just there's no control over it. So all Georgia's done, I mean, you know, they're they're complaining about the ballot boxes because they say we're taking them away. But all that the law says is they they have to be restricted in number. You can't have the number we had during last year's election. Um, and they're restricted by one uh, one ballot box for every hundred thousand people. And of course, you know, Atlanta's all up in arms because, you know, there's a lot bigger population down there. Um, and they have to be in secure locations, you know, like <laughs> police departments, fire stations, something like that, where there's, you know, 24 hour uh, uh, security, I guess you'd say, more or less. Um, Donald Wayne, if, if um, HR1 passes, does that obliterate any, any, uh, safety laws that are put into place at the state level, like Georgia and Texas are well, trying it, to do. Would HR one wipe those clean? Yeah, it'll, it'll it'll destroy. It'll it'll supersede any state law if okay. they pass the HR one. Everything that Georgia's done, anything Texas is doing, anything. I think there's a few other states. Of course, they keep talking about it on the news. All the Republican-controlled states are trying to you know, restrict voting and they're coming up with these new voting rules. But uh, yeah, it, this would be for nothing if, if they pass HR one or SR one now, 
because it'll it'll supersede anything that the states have. It'll basically give the federal government control over uh, everything except state and local elections. You know, um, all national elections, it'll be controlled, you know, through the federal government. They'll have final say on all the voting rules. Uh, they'll just basically tell us what we have to do in each individual state. Now, the states can still conduct their own, but um, it'll, it'll pretty much be the death of everything else that's fair election-wise. I was afraid of that. And, you know, the only good news is, is I think the Senate's <laughs> had it about two weeks now, and I'm sure there's some Democrats that are really doing some soul-searching on this because it's just, you know, and the bad thing is in that H.R. 1 bill is also uh, about making uh, Washington, D.C. or the District of Columbia state. State. Uh, so that'll that'll give them automatically two senators. Um, is it in Puerto Rico in there, too? Yeah, Puerto Rico will be in there, but... Um, I believe they wanted to make Puerto Rico a state as well. So there's another couple of Democrats from Puerto Rico, at least the way that the, you know, it is right now, the demographics are, you know, Democrats are uh, pretty much in control. So, you know, I mean, there's, there's another death blow there. It would take an awful lot to overcome that. And, and DC will never be anything but, Democrats, so there'll always be Democrat senators. There's no chance of anything ever being fair, but you know the the thing about that is they don't they don't have to do that, and and um, they can let D.C. the District of Columbia that's not actually part of the federal district they could let them go back and be part of Maryland, and then they can vote through Maryland. I mean, it, it's insane to think that you're going to make a city a state. I mean, that's basically all it is. It would be a state with one city. and uh, But, of course, you know, they're only wanting to do it because of the power that will give them and the fact that they'll never, probably never, ever lose control of it. Of course, that's the the city that, that had elected a mayor that had gotten out of prison on drug charges and stuff, and uh, they, they re-elected him as mayor after he got out of prison. So it's some wonderful folks up there. Um, so he could better understand the constituency. Constituency. <laughs> um, yes, he, he could have sympathy because he's been there. That's right. I'm telling you. I, so I don't know, L.E.J., that you know, I still think the states need to do it because, you know, we, we still have a chance. I believe that, that the Senate won't pass it. I mean, they talk about it every day and. And it seems like, you know, uh, they're saying that Kamala Harris can't be a tiebreaker. So if it's a 50-50 on this, supposedly, uh, I don't know. They don't really, you know, sometimes they'll tell us things and they won't tell us why. But uh, I also read the Constitution that in order to allow, to, to have a new state, it has to be voted on by all the other states. I mean, the way that it was proposed. So I don't know how that the House can pass a bill that's, that makes D.C. a state. Now, unless well, what you're, you're assuming that they think they care about adhering to the Constitution, though. Well, that's true. That, that's, that's a true. pretty big assumption. But it takes two-thirds of, of the states. And, you know, I've 
don't know how much that is of 50, 50 states, but it takes two thirds in order to uh, to uh, allow a new state to be created. So if the, if I would I would venture to say if they thought they couldn't get away with it, they would not have it in the bill. Well, that's you know true. what I'm saying. Well, you know they they think that that who's going to hold them accountable. Do you know, and I, I didn't know, but you know, they've been putting that, uh, that's been a proposal for a number of years. I think they, going back into the 90s, when Bill Clinton was president, there were people, there were Democrats that, that have been trying to get D.C. statehood for years. And it gets proposed, uh, I think it was proposed last time in 2018, I believe. Uh, but of course, you know, we had control of uh, the senate so it wasn't wasn't going to go anywhere yeah well, that's all we need to do is find another state that'll be great well it, <laughs> broke it as just, it is now it doesn't make sense well it's corrupt but it doesn't make sense to have a city be a state um it's no, well, of course no they're logic. saying i think they're saying something like there's more population in the District of Columbia than there is in the state of Wyoming, which is one of the reasons they keep pushing this. Well, Wyoming, you know, has the right for better representation that the, and then the people of Washington, D.C. Um, but the simple thing is just to just to let Maryland have that land back and it become part of Maryland again. That would be the right thing to do. If you feel like that those people need a state, then they need to be annexed back into Maryland. Huh? Or, Maryland probably doesn't want it, Donald Wayne. I was well, just going to say that. I well, took the words right out of my mouth. Well, <laughs> Who wants the, that scum right. place? Here's the thing, though. Washington, <laughs> D.C. Is, is one of the has one of the richest economies in the country because of all of the political figures that are there. I mean, there's a lot of money in that town. Now, you wouldn't our know money. it. It's dirty. dirty well, money. yeah, it's our money. But you wouldn't know it by looking at 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 the place. I mean, there's homeless people on the street in, in, in Washington, D.C. Um, well, I'm sure there's a lot of money in San Francisco, too. Look at the way that's rolled out to be. Um. <laughs> but I, you know, the, what what bothers me and, and is the fact that they they lie about, they misrepresent what Georgia has done uh, even tonight, and and they don't stop. And then they confronted the president about it today, and he still maintained the same opinion about the law. When they said, "Well, no, it doesn't say that you can't give people water. It doesn't say uh, it's not going to restrict the voting hours of people." Uh, you put the facts up there, and they still say the same thing. So, well, what's that old saying? If you say a lie often enough, it becomes the truth, and to yeah. many people. And they ta they talk like it's fact. They just keep saying the same thing, and it's not true. Well, I think Biden believes it is a fact. <laughs> well, somebody well they, somebody asked him where he got that. <laughs> well, somebody gave him a note card yeah. <laughs> with a picture on it. <laughs> they pulled it out of his jacket. So what's right here? It says that, right here. It says the that they're time. letting old people starve and and in the line. Uh, well, well I, heard, I heard that, that the president wants to uh, to ban Georgia now, wants to, to, to take the big game away, right. wants to people to not 
Major go visit Georgia. Right, Major I mean, League Baseball. So can you? So I heard the the newscaster said it like this. He said, "So the president of the United States is trying to ban a state that voted and helped put him in office." <laughs> well, oh, that sounds counterproductive. But um, you know, I don't expect really, anything any different from it, this new administration. So it's crazy, isn't it? They'll probably circle back around to it. I'm sure. Well, um, they're going to do it. I, I think they know that that. Republicans messed up here in Georgia, and it was probably a fluke. And of course, he owes a wait lot minute, of that. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Excuse me. Can I interrupt? How did? What do you mean Republicans messed up? Well, I, just curious what you mean by that. I'm not being judgmental. I'm just confused. We didn't get out enough vote, or there was uh, a fair number of Republicans that were pissed off at uh, Donald Trump. Moan and groan. The votes were there, Donald Wayne. I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, you know, when you can, when you can, when you can tinker, tinker with the results. Uh, yeah, but well, that doesn't really matter proven. how many people. We we were well, fighting. No, we were fighting proven. in Georgia. A lot of there was a fair amount of Republicans in Georgia that were. Now, how many? We don't know how many votes. Uh, you know, were uh, uh, illegal. We don't know. Because they didn't well, but they didn't do the proper counts. The Republicans let us down on the Senate race because so many didn't get out and vote on that. Right. But I think the reason for that is is the, they were thinking, well, why should we? Well, for the I mean, after what happened in no, <laughs> no, no, really, because what happened in November to what you know back to what Dennis was saying. What I, I feel, I feel like the people were feeling. Yeah, we want to do what's right, but if we is our vote going to even count because they may counter it some way? Yeah, it might have been a little fatigue. And, yeah, you know. and I don't yeah. disagree with that. I I was I felt the same way. I had the same emotions just after the election that it was like I, I one I couldn't believe it. Probably the same way a lot of the uh, Clinton supporters felt in 2016. But Whoa. we um. Um, we. You know, the, the, well, the Democrats outworked us in Georgia. Let me just put it that way. Stacey well, Abrams right. and, I'm not sure. and her I don't people. Think, it doesn't they, seem like they outworked. I think they outsmarted you. Well, they, they got out there. manipulated They got out That's there what I mean. among right. the people every in all the neighborhoods that they wanted to capture. And, and they did their job in getting people registered to vote. And even if even if they weren't alive, oh, probably oh, people had never voted that. in their life. In fact, they well, said that I, I, well, there's they, people that they voted. Discriminate, <laughs> but they also this whole thing about food and gifts and money <laughs> that was put in this bill because those things occurred during the 2020 election here in Georgia. That was one of the ploys of the Democrats when they were going into these neighborhoods and they would go to the All colleges right. and the universities and. And they would talk to these young people and they had gifts. They would have concerts with, you know, famous singers. You know, it's just it was ridiculous. It was a road show. And I and, heard the thing I heard the thing about the water, you know, that they wouldn't let the people in line have water. Yeah. And then what was that all about? I thought it was kind of weird. And then I heard I was running some errands this evening and I heard on the news they said that what was happening was the 
Democrats were bringing bottles of water within, what is it, the 150-foot mark or whatever that mark is. Right. And they had on T-shirts, you know, <laughs> vote for Biden or whatever. Right. So they were electioneering right. inside of the boundary. So they were saying they can't do that anymore. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like, you know, do you... Can people take their own bottle of water anyway if they want? I mean, I don't ever wait for but someone to bring me a bottle of water. I understood there's water there that they can get themselves. They just can't have people with shirts on bringing them the <laughs> bottle of water. Yeah, exactly. I mean, or a, a bottle of water that anything. says vote for Biden. Yeah, right. it probably I, does have a label on it. Yeah, I'm not taking anything anybody's given me in the first place when I'm in line to vote. Don't tell them <laughs> I'm with you. They're trying to poison me. And, you know, oh, Dennis, you oh. wanted the food. Oh, no, I wouldn't touch it. You take a peanut butter it. jelly sandwich if somebody offered it to you. Uh, no, no, no. Jelly no, oozing rules, out of the corners of the bread. No, you know? no, those rules have changed. Those rules have changed. How about some ribs? Dennis said, well, no, that's different. That's different. That's been, a, that's been on a flame. So uh, we can burn away all those uh, uh, bacteria. So I mean, I've been voting for yeah. 30 years, and there's never been one time in my life that I thought, gee, I'm thirsty. I want a bottle of water because then is I that know. All, is that all you've to- been voting is 30 years? Um, <laughs> no. Well, Shots 40 years. Fired, I'm sorry, 40 years. Because Honestly, the first time I ever voted was for Ronald Reagan. So, yeah, I started voting in the 80s. That was my first election as an adult. So I've never had water. I never even thought about food in the line. Now, the problem we have here in in this dumbass state is we got people around Atlanta that they say the lines are extremely long. And guess who they blame for the lines? Well, now, here's the thing. The counties in Georgia have control over the electoral process they're responsible for the voting machines they're responsible for setting up the the stations and that's run by democrats so how in the world are republicans responsible for that so they say that the voting lines in 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 some of the uh inner city areas of atlanta and DeKalb county and so forth the lines they were saying they were standing in line six and seven hours which i find that very hard to believe seven Um, hours Oh, yeah. That's what they were saying. That's what they say when they talk about these stories. So, you know, I, I guess if you're standing in line seven hours, you might get thirsty or you might you might need something to eat. But the I'm problem sorry. needs um, it's, that's the problem of the county. That's the problem of Fulton County, DeKalb County. Not but again, the Republican we, we don't know that's true. They're just, they say it like it's true. Well, that's true. what they say. That's the most yeah. ridiculous thing I think I've heard right. six or seven hours. Right. And that's ridiculous. But, you know, um, it is probably I mean, I know they remember hearing stories last year about voting machines going down and power going down and having problems with this and that. But that's still not the Republican Party. That's still not Republicans trying to keep uh, minorities from voting. And, and that's the message that they say every time. All these laws are designed to keep minorities. And then they'll say, uh, uh, particularly black Americans from voting. And that's the BS that you get from our president and uh, just about any of one of these idiots that fall in line and say the same thing. Uh, I listened to, uh, there was a um, one of Martin Luther King's uh, nieces. Did I lose Dennis? 
I think so. Uh oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. My yep. I didn't, uh, and now, I didn't, and now we are three. <laughs> I, was, I didn't catch you. Thrown right, I was thrown right out of the room. I didn't. Uh, um, I heard. Uh, I think it's Martin Luther King's niece, <laughs> and she's uh, a Trump supporter. And so they were asking her today about all of this, you know, about all this controversy over the voting law. And she says that she supports the voting law and it's not designed to keep the black community from voting mm-hmm. in Atlanta. What the heck is that? What was that? Is that I you, mean, Dennis? I I, they're coming after me, Donald Wayne. Um, so, not me. Um, but, but it's see, not me either. <laughs> That's the narrative they think is going to sway people. If all you got to do is say it's a racist law and but, then oh my people jump on board. How many, everybody on the phone call has to know that we've heard that every time there's an election. What an insult to that race or yeah. any race. Well, I somebody mean, truly. said, I think Brian Kemp said that uh, maybe it wasn't Brian Kemp. But he was somebody was talking about, well, it's an insult to say that black people can't maneuver around and and get a voter ID, you know, or that, that they, they don't know how to fill out a ballot or I mean, well, what an it, insult. They, they hate the right. ID law. That's that's one. They hate the ID law. They, wow. they really making a big thing out of the water and food. And my Lord, you know, I don't want to be fed when I'm standing in line. I don't want to be there that long. Now, speaking of the ID law, did you hear? Uh, I'm sure y'all did. I heard that they um, that they were saying to Delta, you know, because Delta was so in such a stink about this thing, and so somebody said, "Well, hello, Mr. CEO of Delta. Do you require an ID for someone to get on one of your planes?" Yep. <laughs> you, and they require an ID and, for everything, and then it's just crickets. You know, that's all you hear. <laughs> well, th- there was a lot of chatter today on Twitter about that, and and there was a fair number of people saying, "Well, you don't have to show an ID to, to get on a plane." I haven't flown in about I don't know ten <laughs> years, so I don't remember. Yeah, um, you do. Yes, you, have you to do. Show an ID at the TSA booth. Yeah, you surely do uh, to get through security. You to, yeah, you have to show an ID there, not on the actual plane when you go through the door to get into the plane you don't show but you ID can't get on a plane without right. showing id to get through security yeah yeah when you, once you've been through tsa why would you show your id at the uh at the door to get in the plane yeah well, you know to what? have an id to open a bank account <laughs> right you do you have to show id to get certain medication true I mean, it's yeah. the same topic. It's the same conversation, the same things we're saying every two and four years, over and over <laughs> and over. You're right. And it, it never changes. And I think, hooray for Martin Luther King's niece, who has the courage to stand up and speak the truth. That's all we really want, anybody, is just the truth. Yeah. It's not us Honestly. over you or them or them over us. We just want the truth and let us make up our own minds. Lay out the facts and have a discussion about the facts, not about how you perceive it. Um, 
Exactly. But people were countering that thing about the voter ID and saying, well, you got to have an ID to do this and that. And somebody tweeted, yeah, but, you know, voting is a right. And it's not a right uh. to get on an airplane. Well, I, it kind of is. I mean, if you have the money to buy the ticket, you have a right <laughs> to fly. So why does the what was their point in that voting is a right? Well, how does that make it sensible to not show ID? <laughs> oh well, now these are people on Twitter, so you have to just kind of. I don't do Twitter. I don't. Uh, I, you, I don't do. If you need a laugh, sometimes it's it's mm. a great place to see. If you want to see insanity and stupidity, other than watching uh, in in MSNBC or CNN, uh, I don't do that on, either. Go on Twitter now. You know, there's there's a lot of garbage, but uh, sometimes people say some really you know crazy things, and I like to get on there. Um, I try to tweet at least once a day and respond to what I consider to be one of the craziest. I, I saw your tweet just earlier today, Donald. Oh, did you really? What did you tweet? What did you tweet? Um, I don't know, Dennis Lee. What was I tweeting about? Well, remember? I remember now. Okay. Well, boy, it must have been really good, Donald Wayne. Oh, you don't remember, I don't, Dennis? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what I said at the first of the show. <laughs> Crimson, did you see it? Can you tell me how you? <laughs> oh, oh, my I mean, goodness. Really, Ellie J., you need to follow my Twitter, my tweets. Because yeah. <laughs> you might be entertained. Well, maybe I could at least re- remember it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right? Oh no! All I do is hit retweet, and then I get out of there. Um, no, I can't do it. I, you know, I truly. That's why I don't get on very much anymore. It's because the tr- I needed to come on because I don't want y'all to forget me totally. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and I needed to have some good laughter. I hope you know. But uh, so, but I don't follow Twitter. I rarely even turn on my TV anymore. I just can't hardly take it anymore. Yeah, I agree. And I, you know, I hate Facebook. I just can't figure out how to get off of it. <laughs> and uh, I don't want to support these people that are spewing out all this propaganda or canceling people out. I don't, I don't want to contribute to their success in my own little tiny way. Well, well that's they, valid. Yeah. I, I, that's really the only control that we have at the end of the day. I um, decided today so that I'm, I'm done with Coca-Cola. Me too, but you coke. Oh, I know, I like Coke, Coke but Donald Wayne. Oh. Dr. Pepper's better anyway. I just can't you get know, the Dr. I, Pepper I want out here. I want the Dr. Pepper 10, and hey. it's hard to find. Oh, I love the Dr. Pepper 10. I oh, the Dr. Dr. Pepper, Pepper in cans is awesome. Dr. Pepper Zero, I just got on that. And, uh, that's I haven't seen that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, Jess, <laughs> Jess Duck just came in. Hey, Jess. Hey, Jess. Hey, Jess Duck. Um, we were wondering about you tonight. Yeah, uh, you just missed it, Jess. Donald Wayne is off the coke. Oh, so, I'm no more. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait a we minute. Had, we had a, Clarifications we had a, needed. We had an intervention Coca, tonight, Jess. Coca-Cola, that is. <laughs> yeah. She said good to hear. <laughs> well, oh, my goodness. Uh, Jess so, lives in a state where it. drugs are legal. so it's, she What state is that? She's in Colorado. Colorado? Um. So, Donald Wayne, uh, you were tweeting about backbone, our country that have a backbone, some leaders. 
Oh, it was about the uh, Montana governor um, signed a law in Montana that they're not going to allow sanctuary cities. Yeah, I'm, oh, thank you. And uh, <laughs> and so I saw that and I said, you know, good for you. It's glad uh, something about nice to see somebody with a backbone in this country. You know, so I try to I try to keep it clean. There's a lot of people that go way, way, way far with it. And uh, I try not to be insulting, but yet make a point because uh, we don't have enough of those people. Of course, I don't know how many illegals are headed towards Montana anyway, but... Well, they're actually thinking of, of flying some of them up there. Oh, we're, well. running out, we're, we're running out of places in Texas. I'm just saying. Yeah, I saw that this afternoon on the news. So, so they may be flying Delta. Yeah, they may fly in Delta or American, perhaps. Yeah. <clears throat> the Did government airlines. The, for free. The they should fly for free. And guess no. what? They don't have an ID to show. They just have a little false piece of paper that says... <laughs> who they are supposedly, and away they go, off into the wild blue yonder. But Montana uh, is one of the potential states that might be receiving them. I think that's why he quickly made that no sanctuary city law. <laughs> well, good for him. I mean, yeah, just in the nick of time, right? I I don't. Uh, you know, we talked about this last week, LJ, about uh, one of the things that got me fired up was and Dennis about the eighty uh, three million dollars they had set aside for housing the illegals are bringing across the border in the hotels they're gonna put them in hotels and then we talked about the homeless people that are still sleeping on the streets you know why can't we spend some of that money on them instead of housing people that are not supposed to be here but some of those are veterans too so and veterans those are great questions Uh, wish i had an answer um you know and of course, that's why you know Georgia gets a lot of attention because really, even though you know we should have done better for Trump, it was insanity to to stay away and let these two idiot senators, uh, you know, take their seats. This Warnock and um, and that's embarrassing. Uh, what's his name, Dennis? <laughs> Osloff. Osloff. Yeah. Eric usually jogs my memory. Yeah, where is Eric? Uh, I don't know. He's usually here by now. Unless Slightly's on long tonight. Yeah, he's he's, I think he's still over at Slightly show. Um (laughs) Well I knew when we had uh Kelly Loeffler and um uh David Perdue and that's all we had to choose from that we were in trouble. They were really lame. I'm sorry. But they were a real snore. All right, but here's here's something positive about Kelly Leffler. Now they're talking about she may try to run again. I'm hoping not, oh, but God. she's she's oh, very Lord. rich. But she's actually using her own money, and she started a program to counter um, uh, Stacey Abrams and and to get out the vote and get people registered and and to educate people in Georgia to get you know get them fired up for the next election. So. Um, She's she's staying involved now. Again, I, I did not agree with her being the choice to to be the senator, but um, you know Brian Kemp he gambled on that and he gave his reason. I think we may have talked about it one night, but he gave his reasons for that. But still, it was the wrong thing to do because it was such a sensitive thing. You know, we needed somebody that had some following to be in there that had a chance to get reelected. 
But um, well, the problem is they shouldn't have waited till the last minute. And like, this is all we have. You know, we shouldn't. Yeah. We shouldn't have to when it when it comes down to a panic, an emergency situation. Well, you know, this is okay. Throw these in there, and let's hope that it works. We should. It's not loading the bench with enough people to be able to run. Um, it's sad. I, I don't know if you were here. I don't think you were here at the time. I was talking about writing letters to to some of our representatives, the ones that are in, in my district, LJ. I don't recall that. So I, I looked them up, and there's one of them only lives about three or four miles away from me. Um, he's the House of Representatives for the state of Georgia, and the senator doesn't live too far away. That's in my district. So I've written them. I've written three emails in the last couple of days contacting these long guys. Long emails. Yeah, long. <laughs> they're long. And I, uh, I can't see them being short. And, <laughs> and I'm asking them, you know, you know, number one, how are y'all going to hold up against all this opposition that you're getting, especially, you know, the more corporations pile on, the harder it's going to be for the Republicans to hold up. But, also, what do we need to be doing as Republicans or conservatives, you know, to get organized? And do we need to start having events? Do you need town halls? What do people need to be doing? We can't wait until 2022 and then start paying attention. We need to be doing it now. Let me click Eric in here. So I haven't got, I mean, they were just today and yesterday. I haven't gotten an answer yet, but hey, I, Eric. I, think, I think it's going to take Hey, Chris, hey, LJ. Hey, Donald Wayne. Hey, hey Eric. Hey, Eric. Um, Dennis and I have talked about maybe getting out there and doing some remotes at some point, you know, once he gets legal with his, uh, inoculations. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get what that. does that mean? Doing remotes? What, what do you mean? We'll go out into areas like maybe, I don't know, just for instance, Marietta square. It's a popular area around here and just look for people that you can talk to, or we've, Oh, about do a man me. on the street thing kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. Donald, Donald, Donald Wayne said something about me chasing the individuals down and holding them. <laughs> so he can, but I, I told him that that might be problematic, and we don't have enough in the funds to get me. Eric, out would you go and film it, anymore. please? Uh, Eric, can you be the photographer there? I would have. I'd have to look into that. Um, that that might get me on Twitter. That might well, get me on Twitter. I like, Eric, look, I'm not yeah. getting involved in that. Eric, we were we were kind of counting on you, buddy. We maybe well, we, slightly was you know running a little bit behind tonight. No, I mean you going out there with us on man on the street thing. Oh, <laughs> maybe <laughs> we we might. Need, wait a minute, you know. wait a minute. I don't think you could probably put a sexual orientation to the title. Uh, man on the street, well, per person drive, on the street, person on the street. Yeah, is, is person away. legal now? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We're living in a PC world, Donald Wayne. Just call it street. Street talk. Well, <laughs> street talk. They, they, well, then now, L.E.J., that might be taken the wrong way. I don't... I, mean, I, got, a, I got news for liberals. What are you thinking? I don't know. <laughs> My uh, vocabulary is not changing. Um, it's, well, BP you know, said he'll come down. Oh, really? Okay. Well, that's, huh? a, that's a long he's trip, just, BP, but we'd lo <laughs> love to have you down here. Well, he's just, just a hop, skip, and a jump away, Donald Wayne. Yeah. You, you, are you carrying, BP? 
You, Bro, you got, you got uh, protection. That's a personal, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. Uh, hey, we're just wanting you to come down and interview, BB. <laughs> yeah. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Dennis may need a little help protecting really. his planet, BP. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I protect my planet just fine, Donald Wayne. <clears throat> but, it's got an uh, asteroid belt around it. So Anyway, I'm hoping to get a response and actually hoping that we might be able to interview uh, one of them if, if I do get a response. One of them? So, oh, you know, one of the state representatives? representatives they're yes. probably a little bit oh, more. Okay. Yeah. But... Um, just start doing some stuff. We need, you know, the Republican Party needs to be active down here. Um, you know, Cobb County, the one we live in, used to be all Republican. And now uh, the part of the city of Marietta and then eastward going towards Roswell in that area, they've kind of turned Democrat for some reason. And then, of course, down there where they built the new Brave Stadium, that's Democrat uh, representation. So... It figures they would go down there where where there's a lot of money and around that sports stadium, but you know, Donald Wayne, where you were saying when the more the corporations get involved, the harder it's going to be for Republicans. And I'm not a hundred percent sure I buy into that, only because people are smarter, people are onto this, and I think people are going to see through it. And especially when you have. Uh, <laughs> top government officials saying things like banning Georgia, don't go to Georgia, take the you know the money-making machines out of Georgia. That's not going to bode well with the voters. I don't well, I don't think. I mean am I am I am I dreaming that maybe people well, are smarter than what they have been in the past? The problem I don't know. with Georgia is um, it's a very sensitive city. And and they pay attention when um, they they pay attention to social issues. I'm trying to think how to phrase this. Dennis, can <laughs> you, you want to weigh in? I I think we oh, have. Oh, you're had, not getting me in trouble, Donald. Right? Um, <laughs> you know, because they want to ban the uh, uh, is it the baseball game? Is it uh, is that uh, what they want? Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. something another that's about to go on. And, and, of course, I mean, right now, I mean, that's a big thing. They yeah, want to ban baseball in happen. Georgia? It's not going to happen. No, there's some kind of, I don't know, some sports person needs to chime in on this. I just know it's Major League Baseball. There's some kind of big event that Atlanta's hosting. And well, it's probably the All-Star game. Ah! Yeah, there you go. It's All-Star game. Yeah. yeah. But... And I, I think it's just hot air, and I don't think anybody pays attention to that stuff. It's just, you know, they now know they're going to say something. You know, Biden's going to say something. Now we know the corporate world's going to chime in on this stuff. I don't think people listen to it. I really don't. Well, I think know, that- they did the same thing with the uh, with the NBA. Uh, was it back a couple of years ago? They were doing a ban on an all-star game, or it was the playoffs or something. Um, then it was in, uh, or maybe it might have been college basketball, but it was in North Carolina, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think, I, think I remember there. that. Well, it's just that there's so many that are piling on right now. There's a list, and they they've published a list. There's like 93 
black executives of corporations, some of which are in Atlanta, uh, have signed this letter uh, that they're all going to support each other in condemning, you know, this Georgia law. Uh, Microsoft, you know, which they're getting ready to invest a bunch of money in Atlanta with with some facilities here. Uh, They're coming out against it. Arthur Um, Blank came out against it. Oh, so Home Depot. Oh, no, he's... He well, owns Atlanta Falcons. Well, so there you so go. why don't why don't why don't all the why don't just all the normal people start getting a a petitions <laughs> together against Coke and against Home Depot and against all this stuff? I mean, it's all a bunch of you talk about being against corporatism. I mean, that's what all we hear about out of Washington, right? So uh, stand up. Well, we need to. There. You know, if they would debate the issues, I think if they would actually represent this law as it is stated, they wouldn't have much of an argument. Uh, but Donald Wayne, Republicans have law. never been good. Republicans have never been good at explaining. Number one, and number two, they don't get the um, the media coverage to get the word out if there was a good explanation giver. Yeah, we, you know we've never saying? been good fighters, except for Trump. But then, of course, Trump wasn't a very good communicator. So, you know, he, he was a fighter, but he needed somebody <laughs> to do the talking for him because he just didn't you know, express yeah. himself very well. <laughs> you know, one person, it seems, and, and I, I hope he's true, that seems to be a good communicator and a good fighter is DeSantis. Uh, yeah. Uh, the governor seem, of Florida. Seem, yeah. Yeah, he seems to me what little I've I've heard him speak and say. He he seems to have some moxie and he's got uh, some common sense and he speaks well. Yeah, he's he's one of the ones that they're looking at possibly yeah. for twenty twenty four. Um, you know, it, it's and and there's some other people that are showing some interest, but. Um, <laughs> We need a, we need some fighters. The, the Republican Party needs to stop worrying about what people are calling them and just get out there and do their job uh, like they promised us they would do when we elected them. Hear, hear. So. <laughs> Why don't you um, run for office, Donald Wayne? Uh, because it would only take them about 30 minutes <laughs> They would pull up so much garbage on me that I wouldn't have a chance. It would it would make it would make Donald Trump look like a saint. <laughs> so. Okay, so much for that idea then. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, uh, you, yeah, it's history. I, I, I was a late bloomer, so I. Um, indeed, Jess Duck. Indeed, those yes. those things don't go away. <laughs> Dad, give it. <laughs> Well, it's just on the internet, Donald Wayne. It's there forever. Dad Gummit. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Dr. Pepper is it was my favorite, but um, it's just hard to get here Tim. in Georgia. Mm. You want me to send you some? Uh, I need, I need doc, doc, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Pepper 10. Tim. I have... I have well, everyone on, everyone on the show has been a party to just what happened, so uh, <laughs> we'll all have to answer to that. Uh, real good, Donald Wayne. Um, 
I think there's oh, some kind goodness. of male issue with that, isn't it? Male M A I L issue. M A I L. My goodness, so lost. Is this Wacky Wednesday? Let's see. That's right, BP. I would stick with that. Oh my. Yeah, BP. What else is on the agenda? We're we're gonna talk to you about coming down, BP. Um. I think that was the agenda. Um, I see. Where are we? Well, <laughs> what what Short can ship? we we do in thirty minutes? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, well, we did talk about one of my subjects, and that was the uh, the voter thing, uh, the the backlash against uh, voting, uh, the voter law. I can't even think of my <laughs> form, form of thought. <laughs> It may be my age. I just can't really hear that or under understand the robot. Thank you, Christian. I'm feeling the same thing. Okay, well then everyone agrees. Robbie, you're out. <laughs> Uh, Let's see. I think we have a chipmunk option too. You got one of those voice changing things, Dennis Lee? Uh, Well, it's this nifty little thing that I was messing around with. You're listening to TriStar with Donald Wayne and Dennis Lee. We're on every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern. Thank you for joining. Now back to the show. Yeah, I think I, I like Eric better. <laughs> that kind of sounds like um, Gollum. You know, I like when Laura comes in the show. What kind of show is this? <laughs> I love it. We got to get her to do that. Yeah. And and then every time yeah. we talk about um, to Robert, like, um, how's everything going in Idaho? He's like, Iowa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he gets worked up. I love that. Um. I did have a story about voter fraud, actually, in Montana. And <laughs> that uh, was started this whole conversation. I had that last night, too, and we didn't get to it, and I probably uh, won't get to it tonight. But the the thing about this story, and I know, you know, if you don't live in Montana, you may not think that you care. The point is, there are some states that are going back. Arizona's another one. I don't know where they're standing right now with theirs, but Montana went back and... Uh, did a full recount in this one county, which I don't know why it was this particular county. I think it's Missoula. And they found some significant issues with the ballots. Um, let me let me just hit, hit this high point here. Auditors tested a, um, let's see. Okay, out of 4,592 ballots, no, I'm, I'm saying that right. 4,592 out of 72,491 mail-in ballots lacked envelopes, or basically 6.33%. They had no oh. envelopes to, to back up over almost 6,000 votes. How did Montana uh, vote? I mean, did they vote for Trump? Was it a Trump state or a Biden state? It was a Trump state. I'm Montana was. Sure. I think it was... I think it was Trump. Did you say that, Eric? I'm, yeah. Well, I think Mo- it was Montana. I think in, in you know, national elections is traditionally um, 
a Republican safer state. Yeah. Um, the anyway, they let this auditing team go in there in this particular county and look at and and count every vote or go through every every mail-in vote. They did not do anything with the voting machines, um, but the election officials there in Missoula would not let them have access to the videotape of the activity that went on in, in the, in the room when they were counting ballots. Uh, they said that they waited too long to ask for that film and they were no longer required to give it to them. Well, the fact that they used the, you know, they say, well, we're not required to give it to you. Now you waited too long. If you've got nothing to hide, wouldn't, why wouldn't you just go ahead and give it to them? So is um, there an actual law on the books that says you have to ask for that video within X amount of time? Yeah. Or and were they just saying, we don't feel like giving it to you because you waited too long? No, in, in Montana, it states in their law that they have 60 days. Well, they they said that, you know, the election was November the 4th. Uh, they requested it on de December the 21st, I believe. I'm going by memory, which is is is, Scary. is a risk. But um, <laughs> so they were still within their 60 day time limit uh let me there's two other things right here i'll go over real quickly uh other issues arose in the same audit uh dozens of ballot envelopes bore strikingly similar distinctive handwriting styles in the signatures suggesting that one or several persons may have filled out and submitted multiple ballots which is uh -huh. of course an act of fraud one auditor asserted that of 28 envelopes reviewed from the same address, which was a nursing home, all 28 signatures looked exactly the same stylistically. <laughs> so they weren't even smart enough to try to change it up. Um, and, and I know that's only 28, but still, if those things go on, then you have to assume, you know, you're only seeing the tip of the iceberg. Um Another auditor reported that among the envelopes she received, two very unique signatures appeared dozens of times, describing one such signature as starting out flat, moving at a peak, and tapering out. So there was a distinctive style to this these signatures, and, and they, they feel very certain that a lot of these were the same person filling these out, signing these envelopes. So, you know, and unfortunately in, in Georgia... Uh, they weren't required to count uh, in Cobb County. They didn't, they did a sampling. They didn't do an entire recount. So they keep saying, well, there's no proof that there was election fraud in Georgia, but they never went far enough. How to is it provide audit? Proof. How, can, how can you call it an audit if it only looks at some stuff and not well, all stuff? I think the, the law allows them to do percentages uh, like a cross section kind of thing, hmm. and then you're supposed to be Who able wrote to. That law? I don't. Well, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Now, Georgia was Democrat for many, many years, and I think it was in the mid '90s. I think was when they, or right before middle of uh, Clinton's term, that they started going Republican. They started gaining Republican seats. You started seeing the shift, but the shift really took a hard right turn during the the 2002 midterms. <laughs> right. You know, when yeah. for the first time in, in a long time, we finally had a Republican governor in office in, in the form of Sonny Perdue. Right. 
Um, so, you know, that's, that's just in Montana and, you know, in the scheme of things, it may not mean a whole lot, but I know they're counting a lot of votes in Arizona as well in a particular County. That they, well, what I, what I heard about Arizona was that the, the legislature, uh, got to choose who they wanted to do the audit and that they chose a, a couple of really good companies, supposedly, so says Jovan Pulitzer, um, and that they were going to use his system to to do that. And then the next thing I read further down, the, oh no, further up the fee was that they were going to that the county people had halted it again. You know, it was getting maybe a little bit too too hot and too close. So they were going to try to stall it and wait out so they could probably cover up more stuff. I don't know. but um, So I don't know where it's at. I don't know if it's going to still happen or if it's on hold or, well, I or heard what's it, going on in, I heard, in, in Arizona. I heard last week that it was uh, it was going to proceed. I think they had to get a, a judgment. They had to get a judge to uh, support going forward because somebody had tried to stop it. Um, and, and of course they're, they're looking at trying to, to, uh, stop the law here. They're filing some suits against the uh, voting law here in Georgia. So Stacy and her group. Surprise, surprise, surprise. It'll happen in Texas too. I'll probably oh, wake sure. up in the morning to it. Lawsuits. Dennis, you got a funny story that we could end this on tonight? Well, I... I have a story. Well, I don't know if it's really Well, I have funny. two more uh, calendar days for April 2nd. Oh, well, we didn't do calendar days nor this day in history, uh, Eric. Uh, this is, yeah. Uh, well, I think like uh, the calendar days our, for April 2nd, since I did the April 1st last night, on April 2nd, 1956, saw, of course, the debuts of daytime soap operas as the world turns in the edge of night on this day. Um, but... <laughs> As the World Turns, of course, left us in 2010, and The Edge of Night left us in 1984. Um, and also on this day back in 1971, we saw the cancellation of gothic soap opera Dark Shadows after five seasons. Wow. Wow. But, um, but I know soap operas used to be a big deal back in the old days, because um, if you wonder why the soaps have been on for so long, um, you have to look no further than the women in our lives, whether it was our mothers and our grandmothers and great-grandmothers, because they all absolutely ate this stuff up because their role <laughs> back in the old days was being a homemaker before they ever entered into the traditional workforce that you commonly saw men in. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't brag about the fact that I used to watch uh, all my children back in the day when I was watching it. Because that's, yeah, go to the go, go to I'm the watching as a little yeah. person guiding light. I've been watching all my children. Just it wasn't something can, they expected to come out of my mouth. Can you believe what Luke and Laura did last night, man? I tell you what. Oh else. yeah, the, the, the November nineteen eighty one was the wedding of the century. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I I would lose my eyes if I watched it more than five. I've just never I've And never Capital was a good it. soap opera when it was on in the nineteen eighties. Only soap I liked was that show Soap. Um, oh, that, well, was that wasn't really a soap, but yeah, that was that was a neat show. That's as close as I could get. Well, <laughs> well I don't, I, I don't know how I got. I used interested. to, I, we used to watch them uh, while we ate lunch. 
Go oh, eat yeah. lunch and watch a soap. Oh, wow. I mean, yep. like, and I know Lady Young and the Restless had Catherine Chancellor there for a long time, played by the legendary Gene Cooper. Yeah, I, I have no frame of reference on yep. any of that. I just, I see <laughs> that if I'm going to get oil change or something, it's not very likely that you will see that, but that has happened in the past <laughs> two months where they have soap operas. So I just go on outside and enjoy Well, them. in a lot of your Latin American countries, they'd love their their primetime soaps they call telenovelas. Well, now, those I can get into. Um, yeah. They're very provocative. And, oh, that figures. Uh, you know, Dennis Lee. The violence. <laughs> and the bold and beautiful no, is popular I, in I, those I, countries <laughs> as well as in Europe and, and other countries. And then uh, over in the UK, they've got Coronation Street and EastEnders. Whoa. Um, Eric, you know <laughs> way too much I, about this. He knows way too much about everything. I guess if you want to fit in like a, a calendar day in this day in history, I guess. Well, just, um, let Dennis, if you got something halfway funny, got, go ahead. I'll just. Well, here's something that uh, Ellie J might get riled up about. Uh, I can't you know, wait. There, there's an article in, in People Magazine that. A Texas dog was adopted after 419 days in a shelter and then returned after one day oh. because he was too much work. Really? Oh, uh, that breaks yeah. my heart. That's not funny. No, it's not. Rusty the dog, a German Shepherd, and Chihuahua uh, are a uh, Catahoula mix. I don't even know what a Catahoula <laughs> is. Um, it's a river. Somebody could look that up. Is it the, the old the old Catahoula? I remember it well. Um, but uh, it was from Central Texas, and it uh, had gone in, on an emotional roller coaster ride in its efforts to find a forever home. Uh, because in February 2020, when Rusty was just a puppy, he was what in the world? He was surrendered to hum the Humane Society of Central Texas in Waco by his original owner because he was hyper. Uh, from there, uh, he was placed in a foster home for two months and sent to a rescue in Idaho, Robert, um, according <laughs> to multiple local news outlets. After two months at the Idaho rescue, Rusty was reportedly sent back to the Humane Society of Central Texas because <laughs> he was not dog friendly. And this is, if you see a picture of him, he's just a little bitty thing um, and was unable to be placed in a home. So, over the next few months, Rusty became depressed and frustrated, <laughs> caused him to act out in his kennel and be highly uh, reactive towards other dogs. Um, in November 2020, Rusty was adopted, and the shelter staff believed he had finally found his forever home. But just a month later, he was sent back to the Waco shelter, this time for being destructive. Um he determined, determined to find Rusty a home. The Humane Society of Central Texas started the Dogs Playing for Life program, which allows all shelter animals, Rusty included, to participate in play groups regardless of their breed, age, behavior, or history, <laughs> along with uh, <laughs> learning to socialize well with other dogs through play groups. Rusty also started group behavior training. Um, Rusty was by far one of the superstars in the group, learning every command and paying close attention to his handler, the shelter reportedly said. Uh, and after exhibiting positive behavioral changes, Rusty was introduced 
to a couple in March. They fell in love with the canine and decided to take him home with them, according to KWTX. However, yeah. oh. <clears throat> no, go ahead. This is bad. Well, <laughs> after just one day at, the, at what Rusty and the shelter believed was his forever home again, the owners returned the dog to no. the Humane Society of Central Texas because he was reported to Stop reading. I'm work. getting so depressed. <laughs> well, I mean, Damn it. Rusty's been in the shelter now for 420 days, um, which is good because it's not it's a no-kill shelter. But Good I mean, thing. Come, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. The whole the whole point of it is, come on, people. I mean, dog, you know, animals are work. It's a breed that's hyperactive. He's, he, he's got to play. He's not going to just want to come in and sit on the couch. Did a um, sleigh. Yes. The next time you're supposed to do a fun evening, <laughs> oh, don't. No. <laughs> yeah. I think he, Donald Wayne, I think he needs a little training. Yeah. these pads. That's as close to a fun story as I've got. Um, How about I used Katie it all up yesterday. Oh, yeah. Seven, uh, what? Uh, millions and billions of those are coming out. Did you say Billy's? Uh, Billy Bob's Katie Dids. Have you ever had those, Donald Wayne? I told you um, he'd talk about Katie Dids. I've never had Billy uh, Bob's Katie Dids, but I've. I've well, they're quite them. tasty. They're dipped in chocolate. Um, everything's good with chocolate. Please Donald don't tell Wayne. me you've eaten one of those things. Uh, no, I've thought about it though. Um, take the, uh, yeah, there's a yeah, there is a report that um, after 17 years in the uh, in the Earth oven that. Um, we are about to be inundated with swarms of those. So it's going to be loud here in these parts. Uh, Only Dennis yeah. would love this story. Yeah, lots of chirping, uh, lots of peeing. You know, if you scare them, they'll pee on you when they fly away. Um, well, thanks they, they, for that. They, that's a fact. Don't stand underneath one if you're going to shake the tree, as they say. Um, so What? Yeah, well, that's what you get. <laughs> that's what you get. I mean, how, how much moisture could that be? Unless, unless you have a well, thousand of them hanging now, over your head. You know, there's different sizes, Donald Wayne. There's even a king um, cicada that's about the size of a baseball. The fact that and there's no leaves on the tree. Just... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, oh, boy. Did you see the comment, Jess? saying about the Denver area so crazy about dogs that 100 percent of dogs are transported here to be adopted from Texas. Oh, that's mm -hmm. sweet. Yeah, so I, Colorado I will take Texas dogs. <clears throat> well, I'm ashamed. I'm, I'm ashamed of Texans the way they treated <laughs> that poor dog. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love it, dogs. I, well, it's probably in a Democrat it. county. Uh, that's all I can say. Waco. <laughs> South Texas, Branch Davidian country. I don't well, know. Oh. Seeing, seeing that he was he was been in the shelter for 420 days, you would think somebody in Austin Dennis. would have adopted Dennis. him. So. Hush. Uh, Hush. 420. Hush. I mean, isn't that the universal? <laughs> yeah, so much oh, for your uplifting goodness. stories. I did say well, if you any, got something. Anytime funny, I can help out, just let me know. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna sleep great tonight. Yeah, we'll be up all night thinking about that poor dog. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, hmm. 
Well, well um, I'm afraid to ask you there, Danny. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we do have, have one about bees, if you like bees. Um, oh, yeah. I, yeah, go ahead. Hey, okay. what could be um, sad about bees? Uh, well, there could be a, could be a <laughs> lot. Um, there was an article in Today by Ronnie Koenig um, that a man returns to a car after grocery shopping to find... 15,000 bees in his back seat. Um, and this was in Las Cruces, New Mexico. The guy left his car window down when he made a quick stop in the old Albertson supermarket. And about 10 minutes later, he came back to find an unwelcome surprise in his car that had the entire town buzzing. And I mean, it was a lot of bees. The unmanned, uh, unnamed man returned to his borrowed Buick. I'm sure they were happy about that in the store parking lot. And as he started to drive away, now that's what I don't get. As he started to drive away, no, noticed a swarm of what turned out to be an estimated 15,000 honeybees in the back seat. How do you get into a car with 15? You know how noisy bees are. With yeah. 15,000 of them, and you're just starting to drive away. I what mean, I want to know is how, how how did they get to the number 15,000? Did they count them? <laughs> well, it said the man, the man called the police, <laughs> which resulted in the fire department placing a call to Jesse Johnson. The off-duty firefighter had just finished a family barbecue when he heard that his beekeeping skills were needed. So uh, he packed up and went down to the old uh, Albertsons, and uh, the bee swarm that invaded parked car is safely relocated by off-duty firefighter. The Las Cruces Police Department posted on their Facebook page Monday, an off-duty Las Cruces firefighter used his experience as a beekeeper to safely relocate <laughs> a swarm that invaded a parked car Sunday <laughs> afternoon. Um Right, exactly, BP, exactly. <laughs> Jesse Johnson, 37, has been with the fire department for 10 years. In his spare time, he's a beekeeper. His skills came in handy as everyone else in the Albertsons parking lot stood by. Unsure how to handle thousands of swarming bees that were taking over the Buick. I mean, who would know how to handle that? Um, especially if you're just getting out of the grocery store. It's like, oh, oh, wait a minute. I, I I handle bees. Let me get the smoke out of the back of my trunk. Okay, they should have um, gone back into the store and got a couple of bottles of honey and opened yeah. up the jars and just right. <laughs> I, I mean, really? Maybe he had honey uh, in the back of the car. Mm. Uh, he could have. Um, yeah, firefighters arrived to find a swarm of bees inside the vehicle. Firefighters learned that the owner of the car returned from shopping, placed groceries in his vehicle. And then started to drive off before noticing the swarm in the back seat. I would think they might need to test this individual. Apparently, he was driving under the influence. I mean, who doesn't notice and put their groceries in the back seat where the bees are? Um, after blocking off the immediate uh, uh, immediate <laughs> area to ensure the safety of nearby shoppers, because these could be, you know, what. I don't even know if this if that's even still a thing. What the African Africanized bees or the whatever. Africanized? 
Yeah, the killer bees. Well, isn't that what they call them? The ki- yeah, the killer bees. <laughs> you made up a word. I, I mean, I'm not insinuating anything. I don't know these bees personally, so um, I'll just shut up on that one. Las Cruces yeah. firefighters called upon the services of our, well, you know, they already said that. So um, he Johnson. They said Johnson arrived with the proper tools for the trade, a hive kit lemongrass oil gloves and proper attire um i know johnson is gonna say something about well indeed i did (laughs) don't wait indeed i did oh Oh, my goodness Uh, and he was successful in removing the bees from the car and relocating relocating them um say say that fast ten times well, you know when you when you when you relocate, that's what you do when you have lemongrass oil down. Uh, he's so. making up words. It, it sounds, <laughs> that sounds he's a little risque to me, Dennis. <laughs> Relocating? Um, yeah. I wouldn't recommend. Well, it. slightly I'll knows how to that. spell it, so oh. I, I guess it is a word. <laughs> oh my goodness! The police department are, is the ones that estimated that 15,000 bees were removed and relocated to Johnson's <laughs> property um, just outside the city limits. Oh, um, Johnson? This... <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't, don't get the him firefight- He's the firefighter <laughs> that oh, had, the, oh. had the lemongrass oil in the gloves. Um, I'm losing track. It's getting and, really long. And the proper attire. So uh, Is this like a, a slow news day or something? I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and then he grabbed the bees one by one. One by uh, one? 15,000? <laughs> <laughs> That take a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take a long. Oh, oh my God! Jeez, Lord have mercy! Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and that's all I got to say about well, that. Well, reloading page is gonna be one of those words that's gonna stick in my head from. Well, you know, they say that Jesse Johnson is the man because he's the uh, informed beekeeper that can uh, take care of anything they need there. So. So who was in charge of counting the bees? Uh, I think his brother, Jimmy Johnson, uh, has nothing to do with the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. uh, (laughs) Go Cowboys, he said. And everyone lived happily after. (laughs) And they win the Super Bowl. What are you talking about? Um, It still doesn't say anything about the guy who put the groceries over with the pile of bees and drove off before he even noticed them, so. Uh, I think that's more weird than the bees being in the car. Um, Do you think he may have been under the influence? Mm, yeah, yeah, I think so. So where was I mean, this? <laughs> it was in La, Las Cruces, New Mexico. So is marijuana yeah. legal there? Uh, it was that day, apparently. Uh, <laughs> well, in, in New but Mexico, go everything's Al- legal. If you go to the Albertsons at... Uh, 1285 El Paso Road. Uh, they probably have some stories. El Paso? What? El Paso Road, it is. Yeah. Is that a new... <laughs> <laughs> what? 
and and you're from Texas, and you can't pronounce El Paso. Look, look that's how they spelt it: P A S E O. Oh, Paso. Oh, Isn't that goodness. peso? Uh, I don't think that's a peso, Don Blaine. Uh, Oh. It might be a half a peso. Uh, it's a pasio. Mm. Um, oh, my goodness. Well, Dennis, I think that was the most fun article that you've ever done. Well, I've tried to re- <laughs> redeem myself from the, uh, you know, the dog, I, especially I mean... puppy dog story. So. Mm. Um, and there's pictures of the guy, of Jesse Johnson, uh, Mr. Johnson, in the in, in trying to get all these bees out of the car. So, uh, Are you going to post Eric... that on Facebook? Yeah, we'll have that on Facebook. You can see um, Johnson and his lemongrass oil, and you know his get up <laughs> trying to get all those bees out of there. So Eric's yep. calling time. We yeah, I know. We've actually managed to go the whole show without <laughs> being on script. Indeed. I think Indeed. It, that's like, right. Uh, well, Donald Wayne's only limited to two hour live casts on Podbean Live. Well, don't oh, make my. it personal. I mean, it's not but a good thing. <laughs> but, well, Donald Wayne has to watch the time, too. <laughs> so, uh, LAJ, thanks so much for coming in. It's always great fun when you're around. Oh, thanks so much. It's great hearing yeah, from all you guys it. and talking with you. Well, um, last Thursday, in case you missed it, LJ was the Eric Kirk Appreciation Day event here on Podbean. Um, I missed it, it darn was, it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, um, well, at least you got to be here this week, you know, to, you know, but, but I know like whenever you come into Trust Talk, I know you, you, you enjoy the privilege of hanging out with me and Donald Wayne, Dennis Lee, and other good friends like BP and Jess down in the chat. That's a very true. And and whenever Crimson is also here in the show, and Robert and Laura. Well. Yeah, let's, let's try let's, to get everybody here on one night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my. You know, if I could that's count like on y'all. And, that's like herding cats. You can't yeah, yeah. If I could count on y'all to do this, I wouldn't have to do any prep at all. I'd just go uh, up. There's three more bobbles that uh, someone can join on to there. So there's I mean, you'll have to listen to last thursday show lej for the appreciation day show what 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 day was it that was last thursday the last thursday. thursdays okay okay I'll, I'll go back and listen to that it, it was a national holiday so um so jess you need to I call mean, you've them. also got to look up the slightly serious show and then the old man's podcast with dina joe and eric and and the john devito show from that day too it was it was a busy day for eric boy mm-hmm. it was yeah. all right you were well, very appreciated Oh, yeah. Right, as as Eric has so kindly said, I'm restricted to only two hours, so I guess uh, <laughs> we need to go ahead and start closing. So, uh, Eric, oh, you yeah. want to do the honors on that? Well, well, good night, um, all. All right. good night, well as always, um, to th- thank you to the participants of the of this installment of Trice Talk. That includes BP Forty Nine Crimson, as well as Jess Duck, Ellie J, slightly serious. Muhammad Al Sayed, Corey from Un- the Uncommon Sense podcast, and a few other great friends, you know, who are fortunate enough to join in tonight. Um, and the great shows to be on the lookout for on Podbean Live include, you know, the the Forgotten Tunes Music Show is on for about another forty more minutes. So if anybody's interested in jumping over to to join Chris and the gang for some great tunes um, to end your night. Um, and then at 6 a.m. Eastern time, you know, you've got the Ralph William podcast. At 10 a.m. Eastern, you've got the Friday edition of Chit Chat with the Old Man. 
And at 1130 a.m. Eastern time, you've got a Friday edition of the John DeVito show. 3 p.m. Eastern, you've got Frankie D's Crib. 4 p.m. Eastern, you've got a got Poetic doing the Holy Shift. 7 p.m. Eastern, you've got Jeremy doing Cummings' Culture, as well as um, Felix doing the his podcast show, The Swap Doesn't Lie Opposite Him. Um, and then around 8 p.m. Eastern Time and 9 p.m. Eastern Time, you can also be on lookout for Chuck and Billy's Not Your Cup of Tea and David's Mysteries of the Paranormal and Chris Unplugged with two Ps in a podcast, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, the TGIF free-for-all edition of the Slightly Serious Show. Um, 11 p.m. Eastern Time, you've got the old man's Friday night music show. 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time tomorrow night, you've got Chris doing his Friday edition of the, of the Forgotten Tunes. And over the weekend, you'll even have shows like Lyrical Laxatives, the It's Doomsday podcast, the Turfy Show, um, the Pirate Radio podcast. And, and of course, we know Dennis Lee and Donald Wayne will be doing their shows again Sunday night. Um, but, of course, ne- Monday evening, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, um, a, a great new podcast to check out. It's the Uncommon Sense, pod- Uncommon Sense from, the, from the Green Room podcast with Corey and Jason, Mike Tampa Bay, and, and Q Bella Kate. And... Um, and of course, shout outs to additional Podbean friends um, who do impromptu shows, including, you know, Lara and Lou of Communication Station, Pink Squirrel of Whose Podcast Is This Anyway, Boogie Nights of the Drunken Shenanigans com- um, Comedy Podcast, as well as, um, you know, Lady Me's A Day in the Life of Me and Adam of, of the Music Man Show. And hopefully our good friend Robert will, after he gets some technical issues resolved, will resume his Mr. Clean Music Show podcast. And of course, shout outs to podcast shows that we've not seen and heard from in quite some time, including the Almost Everything podcast and the Raw Report podcast and and a few other good friends. And 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 shout out to some YouTube podcasts like the Exotics Radio podcast with our good friend Cracks, formerly the Talking Corner, and Roxanne of Odyssey of Ascension and and another podcast friend shout out Lingalonga and you know the list just goes on and on but now you've got Dennis Lee who's gonna tell you how you can get in touch with Tall Tales of the Rabbit Hole and Trice Talk as well as, well as where you can find the, the next live episodes of, of these two great shows and where you can find previously published episodes thanks Eric well thank you Eric appreciate that um uh, <laughs> uh Yes, if you would like to grab us, uh, get a hold of us, you know, just give us that good old COVID hug. Do that on Twitter. Um, we can do it safely there at Tristalk WG Moon. Um, email us at Tristalk sixty nine PTS at gmail dot com with any thoughts, um, questions, answers. Um, please, no pictures like the one we got the other day. Um, and you can follow, you know, get on Facebook and follow us. We post a lot of the articles that we use on the show there. Um, all the um, podcasts are published on Facebook as well. And you can reach us on um, Spotify at Tries Talk and even Amazon Music at Tries Talk. And we are on every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern with 
uh, mini pods the rest of the time, and Donald Wayne has been burning it up with the mini pods. So he's got the matches. I mean, got the matches. I mean, really. Um, I, I don't think so, Jess Duck, but uh, they're doing an actual test on that right now. Um, and if you want to get weird and talk about those planets however you want to, you yes, can come on yes. over down to... You can come on down, down Now to there's two people in the rabbit hole. Oh, see? I mean, it's just spreading. Uh, that tends to spread. Um, oh, well. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, so yes, every uh, every um, <clears throat> every Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at nine thirty p.m. Eastern. Sometimes a little later with impromptu shows as well. And look, uh, we appreciate you. We love y'all. We couldn't do it without you, and we totally enjoy it. Thank you so much. Absolutely, and yes, and another do. thank you to an, another participant who joined this live cast. Comes this culture and. Yeah, thank you, love you, God bless you all, and we're wishing you all a very blessed Easter weekend. Hey, yes, hey, I was just going to say, remember it's Holy Week. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Special time for Christians. Yes, yes, it is. Well, of course, being Good Friday, of course. Mm-hmm. BP, I just wanted to say, I actually was going to use your story tonight. Uh, it's not my fault. I didn't get to use it, but I, I still have it on my uh, agenda, so... BP suggested a story, and uh, I, okay. well, we'll I had it on the, that Sunday. Uh, yeah, if I don't use it for a mini pod, I may use it on the mini pod tomorrow night. But if not, okay. I'll use it on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay. yeah, actually, I've got a lot of material here. I can, I can use for a couple of days. Um, yeah, I've got a whole night's work. Yeah, we so. you would just you want to just save it for Sunday? We can do it all on Sunday. Uh, all yeah. right. Uh, yeah, we, we thank everybody for participating with us tonight. And Ellie J, it was good to to hear your voice yeah, again great. joining us. Thanks great for joining to have us you tonight. On, Ellie J. Always Thanks. like to hear what's going on in Texas and um, hear, hear, our, uh, hear somebody talk Texan to us. <gasps> Takes us back home. <laughs> I think he's. Uh, he's casting, sh- what do they call that? Casting shade or whatever? I don't even know. What? Um, Casting shade. Um, We're throwing shade. Throwing shade, maybe. What are we Uh, talking about? I I don't even know now. Is there Uh, a point to that? I'm I'm lost. Uh, You're giving LJ a hard time. Anyway, we appreciate everybody spending time with us tonight. I'm going to, the closing thought for tonight is, um, is a nice one. I think we need it after that dog story. But um, <laughs> it, it's anonymous, so it goes on to say, family isn't always blood. It's the people in your life who want you in theirs. The ones who accept you for who you are. The ones who would do anything to see you smile and who love you no matter what. That's the thought of the day. So oh, that, right. that could be a big family. And we consider uh, uh, every one of y'all our family here at Podbean. Yes, we do. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to key something up here, Dennis Lee, if you want to do the honors with the light switch. And uh, uh, well, I'm hope to see everybody on Sunday. Let's see if I can find. I'm going to change my thought here, what I was going to close out with. So let's just go with oh. this. 
All right, Dennis Lee. Party's over, Donald. <laughs> Stay safe, everybody.